Welcome to Locally Grown, a podcast about business, strategy, mindset, and everything in between to get you to your biggest triumphs and get you through your biggest challenges. If you're a brick and mortar business owner who is looking to scale to six, seven, or even eight figures, then this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips to take your business from struggling to profitable, all from my own real life experiences being an entrepreneur, coach, and business consultant. This is the podcast for helping you build a business today so you can also build a legacy for the next generation. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. Well, hello, hello, hello. Let's talk today about this phrase or term or sentence of your business should serve your life, not the other way around. This is a phrase that I saw a long, long, long time ago. And someone said to me a long, long time ago and is something that I have adapted and something that I teach to my clients. Now, long ago, when I worked in corporate, I remember my boss saying to me that in order to be successful, you need to be the first one there and the last one to leave. You need to work weekends. You need to possibly work nights in order to really build your business and keep it moving forward because nobody can do that except you. And the truth is, I always believed it. I always thought, wow, yeah, I really got to do this. And for the longest time, when I was still working in corporate America, I wasn't an entrepreneur yet, building someone else's dream. I worked weekends. I worked nights. I got there early and I left late. Unfortunately, I live around Philadelphia and sometimes traffic didn't exactly cooperate with me. But point being is that I did those things. And the truth is that eventually I found myself really frustrated, and if you've heard me tell this story, really stressed out, really burned out, and crying at my desk one day, thinking to myself, oh my God, I am going to be known as, and at my funeral, people are going to say, that girl, she was a really hard worker. She was the first one there and the last one to leave. But there really wasn't anything extraordinary about her other than that. And I started to think to myself, is that really extraordinary? Or is that just crazy? (laughs) Well, the truth is, is that it is a giant misconception that a lot of people have. And when people come to me and they're like, I am so frustrated, I am so stressed out, I am so burned out, I am, I don't know what to do, and my business is not getting the results that it needs to get. I don't know what to do, I feel like giving up. And more frequently now than I think I've heard it, I've heard people say it in the past probably 15 years, 10 to 15 years, people are feeling this a lot more than they ever have. That frustration, that burnout, that struggle, that stress, that feeling of overwhelm, and they don't really know what to do or how to get out of it or even how to shift anything that they, any kind of inputs that they're putting into the business. So the work that they're putting in, the projects that they're putting in, the team that they're bringing on, they don't know how to shift anything to really turn the business around and achieve the things that they want to achieve. Why, you might ask, is because, well, first of all, 
the reason why I think people are feeling this now more than ever, and I know a lot of business experts and business coaches and consultants and stuff have been saying this for the longest time, but, you know, things have changed so much in the past. And I'm not even going to say since the pandemic, I've felt like this was coming for a long time, probably for the past, I would say seven years in my expert opinion, this shift has been coming. And I think it's been coming for a variety of reasons. One of which is that people were getting sick of what was happening in society. I mean, there were so many things happening globally. There were a lot of things happening to the economy and its impact on people and their buying behaviors, what they would spend money on, what they would invest in. Just They've just been shifting. And again, I think it's, you know, whatever is happening in the world culturally, I think has something to do with this. And I think that Americans went through or have been going through a period of that hustle, that I have to hustle, I have to make more money, I have to, you know, show up every day early and be the last one to leave every day and have zero quality of life. I saw it back, what was that, 2008? When we had the last recession, the last, you know, when the economy tanked, I saw it back then. And I think between then and now, I think once we got back up on our feet, people kind of had that PTSD going on as to what was happening, you know, or what had happened. Lots of people lost their jobs, businesses closed. I mean, it was fierce. It was tight. And I remember where I was in corporate back then, and I remember us really fighting and it was all hands on deck. Everybody was expected to be there late and work on weekends and do whatever we needed to do to make sure that we kept the doors open. And at that time, I give him credit because we did not let anyone go. We let a couple salespeople go that were not really, they were underperforming, but we cut expenses significantly. And one of the biggest things that we cut back then was marketing because that's what people do because people get scared. They cut people and they cut marketing. So when things start to turn around, you don't have people (laughs) and nobody knows about you, right? Because you haven't been doing any marketing. So I think that since that all happened, I think people got into this mode of that we need to hustle, hustle, hustle. We need to work hard, work hard, work hard. And for a period of time, you know, it was, we were reaping the benefits, Things were going okay. Things were kind of running smoothly. And then we hit COVID and things started to shuffle again. People couldn't pivot. People couldn't go from being a brick and mortar to being an online business. They didn't have the processes in place to handle all of the challenges and struggles that were coming their way. And other businesses couldn't, didn't have the processes and the people in place to handle the growth that they were seeing because of the pandemic. And at that time, you know, people were buying anything and everything, you know, because they were stuck at home and they had expendable income, right? Because we had, you know, all of the things that were coming from the government. We had the stimulus checks. People had extra, even businesses. They had the EIDL loans. They had PPP loans. They had all kinds of stuff. So there was more disposable income. Well, now we're coming out of that. And at the same time, we're hitting the wall with the economy. And those two things combined, we are back in that hustle, hustle, hustle mode again. And there's a misconception that goes along with all of this that really makes it even worse is that as a business owner, when you start your business and you become an entrepreneur, that you are 
expected to hustle your butt off. That being the business owner, you are going to work 60-hour weeks. And that even if you don't have that philosophy that you're going to work 60-hour weeks, you are also, people have this misconception that as the business owner, you need to make sure that you are involved in absolutely every decision. So we have a bunch of micromanagers running around. And if you know anything, micromanaging stuff, it does no one any good. Really, it doesn't. And it's funny because I've been having conversations with someone about a potential partnership coming up. And I've had some headbutting with some other people that have been involved in this conversation. And the reason is, is because of the fact that they have the belief that as a business owner, you need to be involved in the business every day, all day, that you have to be the one involved in all the decisions, all the operational decisions, all of the day-to-day nitty-gritty, doing all of these things because that's what a business owner does. Because if you're not making the decisions, no one's going to make the decisions. And even if you're not, even if you're involved in everything, but you're also not there all the time, business owners also have this feeling that if anything new is going to come in the business, anything new is going to happen, that it has to come from them. And they have to then work as hard as they did when they first started business to get this new idea or concept off the ground. So it kind of sounds like, I don't know, if you're listening to this, you might be thinking, well, yeah, that's what I know. That's what I know to be true. That's how it works. Or you might be thinking, okay, now that I'm hearing this out loud, this sounds kind of crazy. So let's talk about what it looks like when a business starts. So when a business starts, yes, you are going to hustle. You are going to, until you get to about, probably about 100,000, let's say, you are going to hustle. You are going to be doing all the work yourself. You might have somebody working with you part-time. Every idea that comes out, you're going to be the one to carry it forward. Everything that you do is going to come from you. All the operational decisions, being involved in all the day-to-day, building all the relationships, all of that is going to come from you. Because when you're building your dream, no one else is going to build it for you. But several years into the business, when you get to that next stage, which is like 350 to 500,000, you can't keep going the same way that you've been going. Because what happens is, is that if you do, that's when you start to feel that burnout. That's when you start to feel that feeling of overwhelm. What am I doing? Stuff isn't working. And it's not because you don't have the right strategy or you're not doing the right tasks, but it's more because you're the bottleneck. You've become the bottleneck in your business for nothing other than the energy that goes into the things that you're doing. And that energy, where you're directing it and what you're focusing on is so, so, so important because where you're putting that energy is exactly what you're gonna focus on and exactly what you're gonna get. So if you're frustrated overwhelmed, not really sure like what's going on. You've been working so hard. You feel like you're just working all the time. Well, how's your energy? Not great, right? And I've seen this many times over. I've been there myself. So after several years, you can't keep up that hustle because in the beginning, you're in that foundation period, okay? You're trying, you don't know what you need to do. You ask the questions, you're hustling. You're just trying to figure out what's working, what's not working. But then when you get to that next stage, that build stage, which is like 350 to 500,000, that's where you have to start thinking about things differently. That's when you've started to see what's working 
and what doesn't work so that you need to focus on doing more of what works. And people, when they get to this phase, if they're still in that hustle, 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 and they're not like they were seeing all these amazing results as they're growing through that foundational phase of a business, and they're start, they're seeing all these great results, and then they start to see it quiet down. They start to see they're not getting the same results that they were getting before. Things are impacting the business, things out of their control. So what do they want to do? They want to add more. They want to add more into the business. They want to put more things on their menu. They want to add more inventory. They want to add more products and services. They want to do more. They themselves want to do more. So you can see here, they're adding more in just because they think if I add more, then I can generate more sales. If I do more, then I can generate more sales. And what actually happens is the opposite. Normally, when they're trying to put more into the business, so let's take inventory, for example. If you're trying to put more inventory into your business because you're not getting the sales that you want to get and you didn't get rid of the old inventory that you need to sell off, right? So all of the cash that you're putting out to buy it, you're like, wait a second, I bought more inventory, this stuff's selling, but I'm still not seeing cash in my bank account. Well, yeah, because it's sitting on the floor. It's sitting in your inventory. So adding more is not the way to do it. Adding more to your plate is not the way to do it. Because when you do that, if you are in that build phase on your way to seven figures, on your way to multiple seven figures, and you're doing the same things that you did when the foundation phase doesn't work that way. And why is because if you're not evolving with the business, If you aren't evolving as a business owner and starting to shift your focus away from what you did when you first started to what you need to focus on now to grow, and a lot of times that means pruning, just like a rose bush means pruning, your business isn't going to see the results that it needs to, that it wants to see. Especially when we have outside impacts that come into our business, such as a pandemic, such as natural disasters, such as economy stuff. Those are all things that are out of our control. So if we're thinking with the same level of thinking that we did when we first started with that hustle, 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 that a new level in your business, because of all these impacts, we're not going to be able to solve the problem. We're not going to be able to come up with the solutions that we need to come up with. And the thing that I always say to my clients, and I've been saying it a lot lately, to be quite frank, I always say that the business will serve you if you serve the business. Say it to your employees, say it to your staff, say it to yourself. If you're hustling and you're starting to feel like stressed or feel like you need to control everything or feel like you need to put more into the business, that's not serving the business. That's not the nurturing that the business needs. That's actually stressing the business even more. And again, you're not serving it. Same thing with giving more projects to people. You have this team that you're building. So once you get into that build phase and on your way to scale phase, okay, which once you get to seven figures or so, your level of thinking changes. The activities that you work on changes. But then also the team that you need changes. So when people are going through these times of challenge and obstacles, They just want to give more ideas and more projects and more stuff, just like bringing more stuff into the business. They also want to put more into the business. So 
They think that, oh, instead of doing three events, if we do 10 events yet in the next month, we're going to make a ton of money. No, it don't work that way. First of all, your team is already trying to figure out like what needs to be done and how to turn things around and you putting more projects on them, giving them more ideas and things that they need to do. It's only going to block that energy even more. So instead, again, instead during that build phase is when we really start to, we know what's working. We know what has worked in the past. So we let go of everything that's not working and we get back to that core focus and just do more of it. Just keep repeating it and keep making it work even more. That goes for staff that you need, employees that you need, partners that you need, products that you need, services that you need, and cut away all of the stuff that's not working. Because then when we get to the build phase, guess what? You really rev up and start to see the team that you need to build. And you, as the business owner, start to back out of that day-to-day even more because you've got to stay focused on that vision and driving that vision forward faster. So what can you do? And this is where if you serve the business, the business will serve you. So it can mean a bunch of different things. I mean, number one, it's getting people all on board, meaning that, you know, with staff, if you have a lot of staff members that just don't care about stuff, let them go. And really honing in on, okay, what can we do to take care of our staff? But then also, what can we do to develop our staff so that they help to develop the business? And I think I've talked about this on multiple podcasts, like investing back in your people so that they invest in you. So what are some things that you can do so that you can start to really let your business serve your life, not the other way around, as I started this podcast? And what that means is we build a business as entrepreneurs. We want to become an entrepreneur. We want to build a business, not because we want to be a prisoner to it, not because we want to feel like we've built ourselves a job, but because we're an entrepreneur, And we have a vision and we have a difference that we want to make with what we're doing in our business and what our business is doing for other people. And you can see now that if it's the other way around and your business isn't serving your life, you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to feel like this isn't working. I want to quit. I want to close my doors. Okay. Instead, as I said, what are some things that you can do? One of the main things is really defining, not looking at it because, you know, you've heard me talk many, many times over about defining the vision that you have for your business. What does that look like? All right. But even further than that, even more than that, and it doesn't matter what stage you're at in your business. Like I said, you have your foundational stage where you do certain things. You have your build phase that you do certain things, and then you have your scale phase that you do certain things. So beyond this, you can at any phase that you are in your business, I don't care if you're at $10,000 or you're at $10 million, you can do this activity. And it's an activity that I did a couple years ago that really changed the way that I look at my life, gave me a different perspective on things, but also it changed the way that I look at my business. So The one main thing is defining, because you should all have a vision for your business, all right? But also looking at it and saying, what is the vision that I want for my relationships? What is that vision that I want 
to have deeper relationships with people, to really connect with people. This could be friends. It could be friends. It could be your spouse, your partner. It could be family members, other family members. It could be whatever relationships you have. But what is that vision that you have to really cultivate and build better relationships? You also want to take a look at, so you have your business, you have your regular business vision. And then on top of that, we also want to look at it and say, what is the vision that I have for my finances? What is the vision that I have for finances outside of your business? And looking at that and saying, what do I want the finances to look like? Because at one point in time, we're going to either want to sell, retire, you know, whatever. So what is the vision that I have for my finances? What is the vision that I have for my personal growth and development? Like, what do I want to learn about? You know, I'm a big proponent of taking inspiration from outside of your industry and bringing it into your industry. So what is that vision I have for personal growth and development? What do I want to learn? What do I want to do? What do I want to maybe learn about and incorporate back into my business? And the last piece is, is what do I need to do to improve and constantly keep my mindset healthy? This is kind of like that whole health and well-being. Like, what can I do to really make sure that I have that solid, that I have a really good mindset, that I'm doing things to keep my health and well-being at top notch? So when we get very clear on all of these things, all right, one of the things that I like to tell people to do is just kind of sit and say, what do I want my life to be like? I always <laughs> ask my clients, wouldn't it be crazy cool if, but answer the statement, you know, let yourself sit for a good 30 minutes. You can just think, you can daydream, you can whatever that is to you, but what do you want your life to look like? And then you can kind of revisit these different areas of what do you want your vision to be for each one of these areas? Because from there, we can start to say, all right, what is it that we need to make in our business? What do we need to do in our business? How do I want to construct my day so that I am not sacrificing this life that I want to build? And you can see a lot of people do that in reverse. They sacrifice their life for their business. And I don't want you to sacrifice anything. I don't want you, because there are people who do it in reverse too. People sacrifice their business for their life. While that I think is phenomenal, I think the two need to work in harmony together. I think we need to understand what it is that we want for our life. Because guess what? We got one amazing, beautiful, creative, fabulous life. And we are the author of that book. We are the creator and the painter of that life. So we need to understand what it is that we want that life to be. What are we looking to achieve? Because yeah, a lot of people start a business because they want to make money. And that's great because we all need to make money because money is what feeds us, turns the lights on in our house, pays our mortgage. But there needs to be a deeper meaning as to why we wanted to start that business. So when we understand, and there are some people running around out there, like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There are people out there that they only care about making money. They don't have any other purpose outside of they just want to make money. That's fine. Tweet his own. But if you're listening to this podcast, there is something besides just making money as to why you started your business or why you're a leader in an entrepreneurial business. So 
really understanding and getting clear on what do I want my life to look like? And then what do I want these areas to look like? What is it that I want to accomplish? Answer the question, wouldn't it be crazy cool if blank? And then from there, you can look at this and say, oh, is my business serving my life right now? And how is my life serving my business? Like I said, the two have to be in harmony. This is why when people say work-life balance, somebody said that to me today, it's a myth because it's all life. It's all life. We just have, we need our business to feed our life and we need our life to feed our business. And we need to make sure that our business is serving what our life needs and that we are making sure that We are really living into that vision that we have for our business and the difference that we want to make. And when we do that, we're going to have much more time to do the things that we want to do and to really have the freedom that we want to have. We're going to feel good about what's happening in our business because guess what? We've got a great team that's handling things. We don't need to be in the middle of everything. We don't need to have our finger on absolutely everything that's going on. We could spend that time thinking about the next thing that we want to do, or we can spend that time thinking about what's the next phase of the vision. How can we continue to grow? And we also have the time to take a vacation, to learn something new, to spend time with our family, to sleep in in the morning for a little bit. We have that freedom to that supports or that freedom that gives us to live the life that we want to live, to live life by our design and not in reverse. We're not letting outside things design our life. We're designing it. And then we're just putting the right things into place to support that life that we want to live. And our life that we want to live is also supporting the dream that we want to build, right? So when we feel like we're chained to the business, when we feel like You can't take a vacation. You can't take time off. You know, you have to hustle. You have to be other time and you feel stressed. Everybody around you feels it. Everybody around you sees it. And we start to become the bottleneck and we start to squish all of the energy that we really need in order to grow the business. That's the other way around. That's when our business, like we're serving our business that's not serving our life. And that's why a lot of businesses end up closing. And a lot of people give up after a certain amount of time. It's not because the business didn't work. It's because they weren't focusing on the right things. They weren't focusing on the things that they needed to focus on and defining what it was that they even wanted to achieve in the first place. So think of it like this. Again, the more you grow, the less you're going to do. The more you grow, the better team you're going to build. The more you grow and evolve, your mindset, and you as a business owner need to grow and evolve. It's always that yin and yang. It's always that black and white, positive and negative. We always need to have that healthy balance of the two. When there's a tip in one direction or another, that's when things get all out of whack. But when we can keep that yin and yang together, when we can keep it in balance, it's always going to tip a little bit one way or the other. And that's okay. But when we can keep it in balance and keep it in check, that's when amazing things happen. And that's when we're able to build a business that serves our life. So I hope this helped you. And if it did, I would love for you to head on over to iTunes, to Spotify, 
wherever, primarily iTunes because Apple plays play, has this play a big part in it, but would love to for you to leave me a review. Let me know what you loved about this episode, what you loved about the show so that I am able to get higher in the algorithm and I'm able to have more people listen so that I can help more people because we're on our way to impacting the lives of a million business owners. So, and the way to do it is through the podcast. And again, if I can help to build better businesses and to help business owners to have that freedom to build a business that serves their life and to really move things forward, if we start there, we can make society a better place because it starts in the business and pushes out to home and pushes out to the communities. And again, we just have this like ripple effect. So until next week, have a great rest of your week and I'll see you soon. Oh, 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 oh,